Does anger really exist? Or is it fabricated? Why do we find ourselves getting angry? And what really causes us to flare up and explode in a massive, almost seeing red kind of energetic release? Hello, and welcome to another episode of Stoic Spirituality, a podcast where I look through, analyze, and dissect different concepts and books that I've read throughout the last few years. My name is Jagan, and I'm just a student of the human experience, trying to spread some ideas and disseminate some knowledge or information I've thought about or collected over the last few years. And so, the concept I'm going to talk about in this episode is the idea of anger. Does it exist? Is it fabricated? What caused us to get mad? And what caused us to flare up and explode? So I want to start off with a reference from the book Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. So Marcus Aurelius talks about two kinds of kind of separations of reason. Or not even a separation of reason for the second one. So he refers to anger as someone who loses a sense of reasoning, logic, and rational thought processes. And he also references desire as a much worse kind of sin because someone who acts out of anger is someone who loses reason and does it out of a fit of rage. But someone who does a sin out of desire does it knowing or having a better sense of rationality and knowledge about their actions. And so what I kind of want to discuss is the idea of why we get angry, and why we flare up and explode. So I want to talk or provide some kind of analogical story to illustrate my concept. So imagine that there are two individuals going to a restaurant in two separate scenarios. Okay? So individual A and individual B. And so individual A If you want to provide some personality characteristics as this person, they are someone who's a little more calm, cool, collected, not someone quick to anger, someone who has done a lot of inner work and self-help on themselves, and someone who we would consider to be, quote-unquote, a relatively better person. And then you have person B. Person B is someone who's quick to anger, someone who flares up, someone who has a narcissistic ego, someone who believes the world revolves around them, and a person who we would consider in our relative terms or conditions as someone who's not the best kind of person. Okay? So in this scenario, these two individuals find themselves going to a restaurant. And in this restaurant, a waiter who's just walking around accidentally slips and spills hot coffee on both person A and person B. And so, in this case, both have hot coffee on their legs, on their feet, that burns them. And both, as you might expect, have about the same pain tolerance, holding everything consistent. And both respond. And so, person A responds While initially he may or may not get angry, he controls it and simply gets up, accepts the apology of the waiter, asks for a dry cleaning bill, and goes to the restroom to clean himself, 
and make sure that he gets rid of the pain and the burning on his thighs. And person B, in the same scenario, given his personality characteristics, gets up and starts yelling at this minimum wage waiter for spilling coffee, causing heads to turn, causing everyone to look at him, and seeking a sense of self-importance. In these scenarios, you have two individuals. And in these scenarios, everything was held consistent, except for the people who were affected by this scenario. And so person A, someone who we characterize as a relatively better person, chose not to express their anger in such a violent way by yelling at the waiter, but instead did what had to be done, asked for a cleaning bill, asked for some kind of, maybe some kind of discount or whatever for this inconvenience, and simply cleaned themselves off and continued on with their day. And person B threw a wild hissy fit with maximum levels of outwardly expressed anger from having coffee spilt on them. So the parallel or like the contrast is not that hard to draw in this case. You can see one person who reacted in a positive way and you have one person who reacted in a negative way. One person who wanted a clear end to the solution, didn't want to create a fuss and ensure that they were able to go on with their day. And person B, who had a high sense of self-importance and wanted to make their pain heard to the rest of the restaurant and ensure that there would be consequences for said actions through their expression of anger in a very toxic and non-healthy way. And so the purpose of this kind of analogy or story is to illustrate kind of like the fabricated nature of anger, outwardly expressed anger. So think of it this way. All of our anger, all of why we get angry is vested primarily in the concept of ego. When we get mad at someone criticizing us, when we get mad at some event happening, when we get mad at a certain person, a certain event, or something of importance to us, it is because our ego is taken by it. It is because it has brushed against or even soundly hit our ego. And after that, our ego manifests into a toxic emotion of anger. And so the question you ask after that is what crafts our ego? And that is our preconceptions, our biases, what we have crafted as an individual or uniquely identifying nature of our own selves, and things like that. So in this case, the pain was the same. The event that happened was the same. However, one person reacted with calm, cool, compassion, knowing that it wasn't intentional and it was an accident. And the other person wanted to express their ego and their sense of self-importance for having been accidentally caused harm or caused pain.
And so it's clear in this case that if everything is held constant, this outwardly expressed anger happens as a result of one subconsciously, consciously or unconsciously wanting to be seen, wanting to be heard, or in a sense wanting to be angry or wanting to express a sense of anger. There are exceptions, obviously, to this rule. Events that happen that are out of our control, that causes to feel genuine anger as a result of love or care and compassion. But the one I'm talking about is the one vested in narcissism and ego. And in general, one way you can prevent anger from manifesting is simply asking yourself or noticing when you get angry. Drawing attention to the fact that you are mad, that you are angry, that you are affected by a certain something that has happened to you. By allowing yourself to kind of view without judgment the fact that you are getting mad, will allow the anger and will cause the anger to dissipate. Because bringing awareness to your emotions is the primary way to accept them, abate them, and work with them in a more healthy and productive way. And anger is one of the foremost causes of harm in our society today. Not only on an individual level of biological differences like blood pressure rising, like stress levels increasing, and different other negative effects, but in terms of society as a whole, may it be the many crimes or events that maybe happen out of anger, out of a sense of importance, out of a sense of attention. And it's important to realize that we like to think that anger is something that is separate from us, but anger is something that is inherent to us, something that is a part of us. There's no secondary spirit that walks into our soul the moment we get angry. We're all still the same person. Regardless. And so for us to claim that anger is something that came over us, which is a typical excuse that you may give, is just false. It's still the same person. The same human that got mad or got happy is the same person. And just accepting that ideology will allow you to look at anger in a healthier and more positive way for your own benefit, and for the benefit of others. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode on the ability of anger and whether or not it exists or if it's fabricated and where it really stems from. If you'd like to hear more content on this topic or similar topics, feel free to drop me a follow on whichever platform you're listening to this podcast on. And if you'd like to hear more content like YouTube videos or clips from my podcast, feel free to follow me at Stoic Spirituality on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram. Thank you so much for listening and see you guys next time.